3: Oh, yeah. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Kid Mike. And we are live from the tire studios. It is a TV theme song Thursday. Woo-hoo! So my co host, Rob Parker. Rob Parker. Referred to as Kid Kid Dynamite. That's right. That's right. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We got Trey Wingo, award-winning sportscaster, Friend of the show, he will join us at the bottom of the hour. You want to keep it locked for that. But that being the case, let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man?
1: What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard, uh, on this uh, TV theme song, Christmas edition, Thursday. What's happening?
3: I'm great. So everything is a, a TV theme song. That's right.
1: Yeah, like, right. right? It's uh, TV shows, I think. Alex always, he usually gets and in, digs into his bag, Chris, and comes out with a. Uh, some ideas for this uh, very special day. What's uh what's shaking uh, back on the left east coast, I should say.
3: Cold. That's what I'm shivering. Is it that cold? Really? No, nah, it's not that bad, but it's it cold compared to where you're at. That's right. for sure. So yeah. it might as well be. I understand. Let, let's get this thing popping. We got the I uh, couple crew in full effect. The super producer, Rob G is in the house. He's always working.
1: I got I I, I gotta give Rob G like he's doing like 18 Rob, different shows. Like he's Alex working. is
3: the one you're supposed to be kissing up to. It's Tyshia's no. Tower trivia, Is that tonight. Geras yeah. So. Oh no, Alex I'm is just, the hardest working it. guy. I know. Right. So so you got the wrong guy. All right. Uh, DJ D's Alex Tyshia, but nobody
1: works harder than uh,
3: Alex. <laughs> AKA oh Alex the Vegan on the ones and the twos. Uh, on the updates. Hey Steve. Our man, Steve DeSager. And DeSegre. nobody's a better
1: uh, update anchor than Steve DeSager. I'm just, okay. all right. Okay. I had a glizzy in my mouth. Are these
3: guys baseball players or something? Oh, i mean, wow. Why do you you kissing so much butt. <laughs> Go ahead. Say and Eli- on the say social name too. media, Elijah uh, Elijah's the most unbelievable social media guy going. But guys, just remember who bought you lunch for Christmas. That, that so, was it. Yeah. That, that lunch for Christmas. Alex, I think that's a lot for co-workers. Is that right? Yeah. That's yeah. nothing. A, yeah. a lunch? I mean, you go all out, but your typical worker. No, they don't, they don't do it. Lot. Yeah. You think so? That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody bought me lunch. How's that? I bought you lunch a couple years ago. No, I don't know about that. You don't that. remember? All right, all right. Let's, let's <laughs> oh. get it going, Rob. Uh, the NBA, one of the big stories coming into this season was the arrival of Victor Wembanyama, the 7'4 phenom from France. And Rob, he has been very good. These are his numbers through his first 22 games, 19.3 points per game, team high. rebounds per game, team high. Three blocks per game, team high. 1.3 steals per game, team high. So he's leading the team in four categories, four of the major categories. Uh, He's only shooting 43.7% from the floor. That's not good. And 27% from Trey. So those are his, the negatives, if you will, but uh overall the numbers are nice. But the biggest negative, Rob, I mean, you've been talking about the uh Detroit Pistons. Right, who've lost 20. What did they lost now? Is it 20 straight? Right, Steve, 20 or is it 21? 20, 21. It's I mean, it's probably I don't know when that thing's gonna end. So Twenty it's, it's twenty-one. Twenty-one straight games They're two and twenty-two. Washington isn't much better. Now, Washington's actually hot. Well, they're on a, only on a six game losing streak well, and they're three and, and twenty. And, and, they're three and, and twenty. And and Washington, their one of their wins,
1: right, was against the Pistons, I think. Oh
3: the yeah, Pistons yeah. started the
1: season <laughs> two and one.
3: They got it circled when one. they play each other. Those two in San Antonio got each other circled. I I saw a stat this, this was
1: a little bit ago. The three of those teams had combined for a record of one and forty nine. Washington, over like the
2: last, you know, like yeah, this, was, no, yeah,
1: like like that was the streak going up to a couple of days ago, because uh-huh. obviously, but it was it was it was one, one and one forty nine in their last fifty. Those three teams.
3: Well, San Antonio's in there. Uh, they're three and twenty because they were eight, they they lost, 18. lost 18 18. So at one point, Rob, think about it. They were three and two. Remember they beat Phoenix yep. with Durant, and it was like wow. Uh, So what is your take on this? My quick take before you go, I don't think this is a reflection on Victor Wimbanyama at all. Uh, I don't expect a 19-year-old kid to step in and win basketball games in the NBA. Um, He's shown individually that he can play. I mean, I just told you his numbers. He's basically averaging 20, 10, and 3. Um, so I don't hold this against them. Yeah, 18 is a lot. I mean, that's that's unusual. But, uh, Rob, LeBron James. Now, individually, Wimbenyama's numbers are better than LeBron's across the board, which LeBron's first 21 games or 23 games was about 16 points a game, uh, about five assists, five rebounds, something like that. Shooting percentages were lower. Um, and that team, Rob... Uh, was four and fifteen. Uh, five and sixteen, six and nineteen. I mean, they struggled obviously. Uh, they lost their first five. So this is not unusual. 18, again, a little bit strange, but I don't hold this against Wimbanyama. Banyama, do you?
1: Absolutely I do. Wow, hey, because if we were gonna give this this kid praise, he's supposed to be a generational talent. And Chris, I'm not sitting here telling you he ain't going to the Hall of Fame or his career's over. But if we were going to praise this kid for the numbers and the stuff that he was we thought he would do, then we got to look at it and say, everybody, every team would love to have your, your franchise player, the, the, the guy you're building around. And I get it, you got to get other players around. but, but to be to lose 18 straight is dubious. How in the world does he not have an impact, Chris? With all the bad NBA teams around, that he can't win a game once in a while, even by himself. So I don't care who the secondary and third third uh, dairy players are, secondary third dairy, uh, and, and dairy period. But I mean, I I just don't look at it like that. I don't think you can poo poo losing 18 in a row. Something's wrong. because his numbers are good, Chris. It's about affecting winning and changing a culture. So you're telling me he's good or he puts up good numbers, but he won't start winning until, A, you get rid of the coach, B, you go get player number two, three, or four, and that's the only way that Wimby's going to win. And I'm not even talking about being 500, Chris, having a winning record, turning everything around overnight. I'm not talking about that. 18 in a row is ridiculous for a guy of his talent that they can't win a game. I mean, you're looking at the
3: Pistons. They don't have anybody close to Wimby. No, nope, no, nope, nobody close. Well, Kay, well, not close to Wimby, no. but K. Cunningham is, is what's he viewed as a great player, too. He ain't, Nobody's he ain't. this guy. Nobody's this right, guy. Right, and that's what I'm but saying. I'm just and they've saying, lost like, They've lost 21 in players, a row. Though.
1: And they've lost 21 in a row. And I can't look at that Pistons roster and Wimby and say it's the same team. Because if they, if 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 Cade and Wimby
3: are the same, Chris, he ain't gonna be no generational talent. No, he, I'm just saying. Good. I, I I I I totally see it differently. I don't expect a 19 year old kid to come in and win. I just don't. I just read. Is LeBron a generational talent? Because he, he lose, won he one. Because he was in a four row. and 15. Instead of three and twenty? 18 eighteen—that's that's that big of a difference. Yeah, it is when you have teams like Washington. What do and, you and, mean? And, team? We've always had bad teams in the league. Washington, this ain't new. Th-
1: this bad. Washington and Detroit. You got three teams Rob, that got to win between three teams. There's
3: always Chris, horrible teams
1: in the NBA. Three teams like this, and, and then you got other teams. That's Portland, there's a handful of teams. That's you got a, you, that's not different than any other year. All I'm saying is I don't. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. The last time there were two teams that have lost uh, eighteen or more at the same time, Chris. That's uh, that's what I'm talking about. I don't. But think that, can... I don't
3: even know if the Spurs have played. I mean, Rob G could check it out. I don't even know if they've played Washington uh, or or Detroit. I mean, maybe. But my point is, there's always bad teams in the league. There's always bottom feeders in the league, and I don't expect. I, I you can't name me a 19 year old. That came in and you talk about impacted winning, impacted winning. Magic Johnson went to a team that had the reigning MVP, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah, but they didn't a win anything Hall until they got there. Jamal Wilkes. Yeah, but they, 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 were, they were a playoff team. No, but they didn't get to where that next level. He made
1: the big difference when he got
3: there. And Chris. he also was older. He was 20 years old. That's fine. But And I'm, he had played three years of college. That's and fine. And he was on the team with the freaking MVP. But everybody's talking about Wimby. Oh, this guy's going to Hall of Fame. He's going to be the
1: greatest player who ever played. And to get off to this start with a Hall of Fame
3: coach? Well, that's like Pop, another thing. Like, How Pop, about the Hall of Fame coach no losing his with fastball? Nothing. The Hall of Fame coach is not doing a Hall of Fame job, that's for sure. And just like Belichick, I wouldn't take anything away from the great Greg Popovich and all he's accomplished in this sport. It's tremendous. He's arguably, arguably, the greatest coach ever. But at, uh, even the great ones, Rob, Larry Brown. You think Larry's the greatest NBA coach ever, and I don't even want to argue that because he's in the discussion. Or I wouldn't put him in the discussion, but he's a top ten coach of all time, maybe top five. He's a great one. He's the only he has some right? bad years. Isn't
1: he the only one to win in, a, in college? In and, college and the and, NBA, and the NBA. Yep. nobody else has ever done that. That's what makes him. Well, a lot of
3: them didn't coach in
1: college. Yeah, not, there, not Division One. There's some great one. ones who have, but they didn't. They never won.
3: But he had some. He was horrible. In New York. Horrible. He was starting dudes based on them where their hometown was. Oh, we're going to Portland. You're from Portland. You're going to start. He was horrible with Team USA when we lost in the Olympics with Tim Duncan and LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony. Horrible. So he he, he was horrible. Not horrible, but he had his issues in Indiana, remember? They got rid of him, brought in Larry Bird. Next thing you know, they're one of the top teams in the league. So good, great coaches can have their struggles. And I, when I watch these Spurs, I see an undisciplined team. I see a team that doesn't recognize that Victor Wimbanyama is their best player. I see guys... You know, like looking him off, not throwing him the ball when he's open, making just bad fundamental mistakes. And I think some of their players are decent. But my point is, Robin, you know this, young players, this is why you don't want a team full of all young players. Like young players want to prove how good they are individually, which I get because they want to get that big contract after their rookie scale. They're more concerned with that showing I can play. I can play at a high level than winning. And so you've got guys doing that, Where I thought Popovich is that he needs to let them know. And and I'm not saying he maybe he has, but he's not getting through. He needs to let them know, look, your future here depends on how well you play with Victor Wembanyama. That that's what it should, and I don't I don't even want the offense to run through him completely cuz I think he's too young for that i'm not ready to put that on him but i don't think they've been utilizing him to the degree that they should or could and so i i don't hold this against wimby at all but let's see what the list oh, hold on rob. let me just
1: throw this out last thing i i got uh some stats here longest no rob g got some stats Longest. no no no. i got some stats <laughs> it's called a radio show That's it's, what it's called, called him sending them to you okay i got stats it's during, uh, and and the stats you recite on television, you come up with all of them. At most of yeah, them. okay, all right. No, I, on, I mean don't, you, you. Don't do most that. of them. Don't yeah. do that, Chris. Rob, you don't have most any, of do they, them. Do they, yes, do you have Not help? All of them, do but you most have of help? Them. I'm asking you. Do are they you, help you? Are you are you okay? Do you have help? Come on, man. It doesn't matter where I got it from. I got the numbers. All right? right. You got a problem with Rob G Simmons? No. Well, then I mean, why are you acting off? Like, because you're acting like it's some double secret. Like, oh my God. A no, pro, I'm a producer. You are. A producer, you are. A producer you're actually gave like you. I'm like it's double something. secret. No, you are. You're the one like, like you know, No, I got like, stats. You know, why what don't you say, check them. these stats out, Rob G. No, no I If it ain't have a secret. Them. I have them. It's yeah, no you secret. have them because he sent them to you. And you've never said on television, here's a stat. I never said that. I never said that. And guess what? Bill Jones, who gave me the stats this afternoon, actually, in the stat packet. You've never ahead. said that, so so it sounds stupid that you would say it now, Rob. I if you you Chris, I know you never miss first things. Let first. me talk. Let me talk, please. Just be quiet right now. Go KG ahead. seven games in a row, the most. AD this is rookie
3: year longest. Really, you compare KG to Wimbanyama? KG I, averaged ten points a game KG, as a rookie.
1: I, AD. It. LeBron had eight game losing streaks. Shaq, six, and Michael Jordan, five. All I'm telling you is when people give you the billing that you could be the greatest player who ever played. And you lose 18 in a row, you, you got to push he back can't from be the team. He can't be the greatest it player that can ever play. might not be. Hey, right I know, now, Mike Beach, make right, a statement. Right say it now, with your
3: chest. Well, Chris, he cannot he, be the greatest player ever because he lost 18 no, straight. I'm that just it? saying, I'm going to oh, question then you it. you ain't saying I'm it, I'm questioning it. Then you ain't saying no, you ain't even I questioning it. I am questioning it, it. right You're now. You say it with your chest. Yes no. or no, Rob Parker. same thing you do to our callers. Yes or no. Is he disqualified from being the best player ever? Nobody
1: said that, but I'm going to challenge you people who probably <laughs> them up and just like you, this is the problem. You guys not anything. This is you. No, I can't hold it against him, but you're ready to prop up, guys, as soon as they give into the league. Oh, Patrick Mahomes is Jordan Ness. He's Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah, oh, he no, is. he's not Michael Jordan. Two Super no, Bowls. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. Two MVPs he's in his first at home. five he's years. He's lost at home. <laughs> Pretty Joe, darn good. To Joe
3: Burrow. He's lost at home to Joe Michael Burrow. Jordan didn't even win a championship in his first seven six years. So he never I, lost. I actually think he Mahomes is lost. ahead of him. Mahomes has lost twice okay. already. All right. And and for the record, I've often gone on TV and said, Dusty, my man Dusty gave me these numbers. Josh, Josh gave me these numbers. So there you go, Rob Parker, how you like them apples. But I know, you know, he dug them up himself. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877 6369 your turn to weigh in is do you hold? the 18-game win streak against Victor Wimbenyama. And since Rob Parker wasn't didn't have the guts to say it, will you? Does this disqualify him from being the greatest player ever, potentially? Your thoughts next is Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio
4: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
6: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
0: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 GAMBLER.
6: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
3: All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studio. Test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize picks. Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Visit prizepicks.com odd100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. 877-99 on Fox. Does, does the Spurs' 18-game losing streak reflect poorly on Victor Wimbanyama and his future? Your thoughts,
1: Ethan, in Indiana. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Ethan?
7: How we doing, guys? What up, oh, man? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. Great to see to you guys every night. Uh, a couple things that come to my mind. I think I growing. Or no, the last last year, you hear this guy is the one thing we've never seen before. He's tall. He's defense, defense, defense. Offense will come around. But I, I'm with I'm with. Rob, on this one, if you are a once-in-a-lifetime talent, there is no way 18 games in a row can be losses. Quickly, if if you are that guy where you, we've never seen this before, you have to turn the culture around much faster than anybody we've ever seen. The defense last year for the Spurs was one of the lowest in the league, and it still is. And you add that to the 18 games, which is worse than all of the alleged all-time greats we've ever seen. So what is he bringing to me that I have never seen before? I'm not saying he can't be, and I know. Uh, have you ever seen a
3: seven-foot-four player play on the perimeter like him? Handle the ball like him.
7: But what 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 what's it resulted in? 18 in a row. He's 19.
3: It will result. So what are you saying? What's his future hold? Just decent player. A couple-time all-star is that what whatever we're looking no, at? It doesn't have to be. No, either I'm asking him. It doesn't
7: have to be either or, though. I'm, it doesn't. What, have to what be does it mean? Or. The
3: future holds for him.
7: I'm, what, what, I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, how can you give him that such high pedestal? What I'm saying is, what if he is just a couple knockers below? He might get there, sure, but 18 in a row, you haven't earned anything to be one thing we've never seen in this world. We've seen no.
3: People are talking about his skills. We haven't seen a seven-foot-four player shoot like him, play on the perimeter, handle the basketball like him. That's what people were saying. Now, I don't know anybody that expected him to come in and lead them to, like, uh, being a contender. No, to be competitive is probably what they thought, that they could be competitive,
1: and they haven't been competitive, and I think that's the part. They don't only lose. They lose by 25 every night. I mean, no matter what numbers he puts up. That's the part that's shocking. I haven't seen a guy in that Massachusetts. Young, right away making an impact. You're on the odd couple, Fox Sports Winning. Radio.
8: Yeah, so uh, Victor Wembanyama, he does need to bear uh, some of the burden of this pathetic start for the San Antonio Spurs. Also, it's unbecoming for Greg Popovich, as an all-time great coach, to be out there losing uh, 18 straight. Uh, and, and so the only reason, you know, we have we have two coaches, two reputable coaches. Um, you know, uh, Monty uh, Williams, 21 straight losses for Detroit that that, that you touched on. And so here, here's what it boils down to. From a league standpoint, Adam Silver has mentioned uh, relegation, which they have over in Europe, you know, where teams are kind of bounced down. That's not going to happen in the NBA. That's not practical. These teams can't be rewarded with high draft picks when they perform this poorly. That's just from a league standpoint. I think this has to do with analytics and tanking, and, and it's absolutely out of control. Who are they That's tanking for? Just, uh I don't I don't know who they might be tanking for. You got the kid Cooper Flag. He's not going to be in next year's draft as you and I both know, Chris. But you just you, 18 straight losses. That that just shows you you you're, you it's a race to the bottom. And there's no way, particularly in the NBA where your stars aren't even playing every single night, that you can't scratch out a win every six seven. It's six, unbelievable.
1: Seven games. It's unbelievable um, so, that you can't win a game like once in a while, once a week. My God.
3: All right, we got Trey Wingo around the corner, but first. Fox Sports
2: Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We are live
3: from the tirereg.com studios. Thank you, Steve. Did you know that Discover Card wants everyone to feel special? That's why, with your Discover Card, you got access to 24 7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you are never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations. Do apply. Our next guest friend of the show, we worked with him at the old network. He's an award-winning sportscaster, co-host of the Chasing It podcast. Make sure you check that out, Chasing It. We welcome in Trey Wingo. Trey, how are you? What's up, Trey?
9: Guys, how are we? Great to hear from you.
3: Great to talk with you, man. Let's get it started. Um, really interesting MVP race this year. No one has really run away with it. No one's putting up the historic numbers of a, an Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes in the past or anything like that. So Dak Prescott Brock Purdy the odds-on favorites. How do you differ, What do you think of those two, and is there someone else that you would have above them?
9: Well, you know, it has as you guys know, as well as anybody, it's become just a who who's the quarterback with the best stats on the best team award. Right. hasn't really been anything else for, for the last few years, but this year it's just, this year it's a little interesting because there isn't that one QB that separated himself. I, I think that I think Purdy and and obviously um Dak would be there right now, and especially with the way Dak has performed in the last few weeks, actually ever since week 9 and that Lost to Philadelphia, he's been lights out. He's going to get a contract that I think is going to make him the highest paid quarterback in the league, and uh, I would Agreed. put those two at the front runner. I would I would have put Tyreek squarely in the conversation, um, but you know he had to, he got injured in the in the game, and uh, you know that sort of put a damper on his quest to get uh, two thousand yards. If he gets two thousand yards, for me, in an era where there isn't that quarterback pulling away from it for everybody else, then I think he would have to have serious consideration. And you also have to put serious consideration into a guy like Christian McCaffrey. Well, that, you know,
1: um, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I think that that's the reason why uh, Brock Purdy can't win it. Is that it'll be yeah. a split vote there. I, ju- I I do not believe that there'll be writers or people who cover the 49ers or see them every day who won't take into consideration Trey. You know what I mean? And split the vote, yeah. and then it could be Dax easily.
9: Yeah, I think that's Rob, I think it's a really good point because a lot of people would say, look, he's to use the line of my old friend Mark Schlereth, he's the actuator of that offense, right? He makes everything else go. And that certainly makes things easier for Purdy. But yeah, I, I don't wanna discount the way Purdy has played in any way, shape, or right, form. He's been absolutely you. phenomenal. Right. But 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 I think I think that's a really valid point and that's why Dak might be uh the guy if they finish strong. I mean their their schedule is so right. tough, guys. They have right. one game against the Commanders, then they got the Bills, the Dolphins and the Lions. And uh, you know that's why as good as that win was for the Cowboys Sunday night against the Eagles, and they had to have it. Like that, that if they don't keep that going, it's not going to change anything. H-
1: help me with the uh, Chiefs and the ranting and raving. I mean, obviously Tony was off of offside. I mean, obviously. Yeah. And they they made a big stick. I get it. It's a great play. It would have been a great play to win a game, but uh, they overreacted. They've gotten the benefit of some calls along the way during their championship runs as well. I, yeah. I thought it was out over the top.
9: It was completely over the top. And and for me, the way I look at that is they know how hard it's been and they know how hard they've made it on themselves. And that was just – that was the frustration. Like, hey, we finally had this great play and somehow we screwed it up again. And, you know, you go look at the the, the tape, there were three or four times in that game where Tony lined up offsides and yep. in that same situation that and it right. wasn't called. And it wasn't called? So you, there's two ways to look at that. You say, well, if they didn't call it then, why are they calling it now? Or, hey, got away with it four or five times. Man. Like, eventually, <laughs> they finally said, the Right. They said, right, okay, enough right. is
1: enough. One other thing I want to follow up. Uh, yeah. You know, we get it. The wide receivers uh, aren't that great of ha- having a uh, so-so year for Patrick Mahomes. But he struggled as well. How surprised are you as how bad the offense has been? And, you know, just the, the struggles, especially in the second half of games.
9: Yeah, listen, it's it's been ridiculous. Um, uh, the only way I can describe it, I don't think this is much on Mahomes. He doesn't have, a guy, have outside of the, kid, the rookie Rashi Rice and obviously Travis Kelsey. There's not a guy he trusts. I mean, like this is Tony's been an issue since week one. Like that pick six bounced off his hands, which was a perfect pass, and that was a one point win by the Detroit Lions. You know, then you have Marquez Valdez Scantling who dropped what would have been a go ahead touchdown with about a minute ten to go in the game against Philadelphia. It was a perfect throw Uh, in the loss in Denver. Sky Moore was hit in the hands on a fourth down play in the end zone. Couldn't make the catch. So, to me, Mahomes is still legendarily good. Like, he's on pace still to have the highest completion percentage of his career, despite the fact that his receivers lead the league in drops. That's how that's how frustrating this is. I just I think everybody in Kansas City thought, okay, we'll lose Juju smith Schuster, but Sky Moore will take a step up. Kadarius Toney, who we saw flashes of last year, will step in and be more prominent, and neither of those those things have happened. They have got to go get a legitimate playmaker alongside Rashi Rice starting next season. And oh by the way, as bad as it's been for the Chiefs, have you seen the quarterbacks they're playing down the stretch? They're all backups. There's not a single right. guy on their remaining schedule, their four games that right now is the week one starter, whether it's Aiden O'Connell or Jake Brown or uh, Easton stick now. I mean, there's no reason for them not to finish 12 and five. And quite frankly, that still might be good enough for the number one overall seed because Baltimore and Miami have to play each other and they're going to get all beat up and they have the tiebreaker over Miami and Jacksonville.
3: And also, I mean, I don't think at this point, anyone is writing Kansas city off. They're not a favorite, probably the favorite anymore. But they're certainly right. still there as a I top I think when contender. they play better teams
1: uh, in the postseason, it's going to be harder for them that, in the postseason.
9: Well, yeah. They, the only team that tends to beat the Chiefs is the Chiefs. You know what I mean? And and yeah. this is and it's not disc, it's not discrediting anybody else, but go look at the mistakes they continue to make in that loss against Green Bay. The difference in the game was the two first half possessions where Green Bay got in the red zone and scored touchdowns, and the Chiefs went in there and took a sack and a penalty in each of their red zone drives. It was fourteen to six at the half. You know we talked about the Week One game against the Lions. Uh week yep. five or week uh, nine or ten against the, the Broncos, they had five turnovers. It was fourteen to nine late and they were getting the ball back and Nicole Hardman fumbled it inside the five yard line. So they just continue to shoot themselves in the foot.
3: Trey they play New England this weekend. Um obviously it's going, gone bad there, right? <laughs> well, you've seen you know, there's been reports that Belichick is already out. There there's a done deal. Um, first of all, do you think that's the case? And what do you think the future should hold for Belichick with the Patriots and, and even beyond? Rob and I tend to think you just don't fire a legend like that. But I, I certainly think this should be his last year in New England. But I just think it should be done respectfully. But where are you at on this?
9: Yeah, it's time. I mean, the expiration date on that milk carton has, has gone. I mean, you yeah. go look at everything that's happened since Brady left they made the playoffs one time out of four seasons and it's been a disaster each and another of those three seasons you know they bill belichick's team helped three straight opponents to 10 points or less and lost all three games that hadn't happened since the chicago cardinals did it in 1938 okay <laughs> this team has this they have nothing they have nothing on offense they're good defensively they have nothing and and it's time for this to move on and i think it will be done respectfully it won't be a firing it'll be a mutually de- agreed upon decision but I, I can't see a way in which Bill Belichick is back as the Patriots head coach next year.
1: One, one last thing. we got about a minute. A lot of people were on the yeah. Lions bandwagon before the season started. They beat the Chiefs week one. Their defense is pretty bad. And now Jared Goff uh, has uh, turned into a turnover machine. Where are, you, where are the Lions? I mean, I think people were expecting yeah. something from them. And when I look at the top three or four teams in the uh, NFC, they're not one of them.
9: Well, the top three teams in the NFC are clearly San Francisco, Dallas, and Philadelphia, and I don't think I don't right. think the Lions are on that level. And the Lions are going to have to play the Cowboys in Dallas, where they've won 15 straight home games. Um, Jerry Goff is a different guy outside outdoors. That won't be a problem at, at Jerry World, but uh, they they need to show us they have a finishing kick, right? They they, they sort of spit the bit on Thanksgiving Day. They got a big lead against the Saints and then had the scrap to win that one, and then they got punched in the mouth against the Bears team. That has not been very good. So, look, it's been fun and it's been. So but for, for anybody to really believe in the Lions, they've got to show us over these last four games that they have a finishing kick.
3: Trey, great stuff as Thank always. You man. Man. Happy Thank holidays. Thank you. To yes. You and the happy family. holidays. Absolutely.
9: Right back at you guys. Always a pleasure. Take care. Yep.
3: Check him out on Chasing It, the podcast. All right. It's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Thursday night football is about to begin. We'll cover all that in the moment. I Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
6: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
4: It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is the
3: iCouple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills, folks, on prize Picks This football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. That's a lot. Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit PrizePicks.com/odd100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. It's time, folks, for Shekel City.
2: Welcome to Shekel City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread.
1: All right, Sheckle City for this uh, Thursday. We got the uh, Raiders hosting the Chargers. Raiders minus three. That's what the home teams usually get in most games. Uh, So I'm going to take the Raiders, the home Raiders. I just have no feel for the Chargers whatsoever. Easton Stick, is that his name? Something like that? Uh, Okay. Uh, Nets won a big game on the road last night, and they're playing the the Nuggets tonight. But I'm taking the Nuggets minus nine and a half. Nets on a back-to-back. Got the Nuggets minus nine and a half at home, hosting the Brooklyn Nets, who are off to a decent start. And the Kings are hosting the Thunder uh, in Sacramento tonight, minus two and a half points. So uh, I'm uh, going with the home team all night here on Sheckle City Raiders. minus Minus three is the best bet. I'm taking the Nuggets minus nine and a half, hosting Brooklyn. And I'm taking the Kings minus two and a half at home, taking on the thunder. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet
3: on. All right, uh it is the i couple and we got Thursday night football about to start. Rob, got to be honest, not that excited about tonight's game. Uh <laughs> to say the least, uh we got the Chargers without Justin Herbert against the Las Vegas Raiders, two pretty bad teams. Aiden O'Donnell is starting for the uh, Raiders. Uh, So this one, you know, not really uh, all that enthralling. But Justin Herbert is obviously an interesting topic. And we're going to get into this athletic article that kind of revisited their QB tiers. You know, before every season, they do their QB tiers, rank them, you know, tiers one, two, three, so on and so forth. Uh, The quarterbacks talking to NBA executives and the like. And Mike Sando, the author of that article, uh, every year, friend of the show, has been on the uh, couple many times, he t- revisited with some, I think, eight of the um, executives that had he had spoken to earlier when he talked to 50 of them before the season, and they kind of reevaluated where each guy might be at uh, considering, you know, compared to where they were before the season started. So we'll get into Dak Prescott, who obviously is in the MVP hunt uh, later on. But right now, we want to look at Justin Herbert, Rob. And he was ranked as a Tier 1 guy before the season. And most guys in the article still had him at Tier 1, despite what can only be described as a down season. Now, he's done now. Uh, He injured his, his hand, and he won't be playing finger won't be playing anymore this season, which is wise. Uh, they're five and eight and out of it. Um, but what do you still consider him? I, I I think I got, I'd have to put him tier two. I think stuff like this is fluid. Um, I think there are certain guys that are always kind of locked in the tier one, but I think you, yeah, after a couple of guys, then some guys fluctuate between one and two and things like that. Um, so I would say after this season, not really winning. Even though I don't blame it on him mostly, I blame it on Brandon Staley and the injuries. But uh, do you still have him as a tier one guy right now? Uh, no.
1: And uh, they'll have him tier one because they just think that he's the prototypical quarterback. They just love him, his arm, his size, all that stuff. And so this is the same guy who was ahead of uh, Patrick Mahomes going into last season when he won the MVP. Like that. that's – so he's their sweetheart and darling. It's not based on anything that he's doing because uh, as bad as Brandon Staley is and as bad as uh, some of the other stuff that's going on with that team, he, he's thrown interceptions to lose games as well. You can't blame that on other people and situations. Go look at the game when they played Dallas here. You throw a pick at the end of that game. There's a couple other. I I, I don't think well, he's playing.
3: Well, he leads the league, Rob, in fourth quarter interceptions since he entered. And, and the Dolphins game as well. I mean, I just
1: I, – I don't think he's played well, and part of it is his fault. And so I, I don't think he's a Tier 1. I think he has a potential to be right. Tier 1. But is he playing
3: Tier 1 football? I don't think he is. Now I would agree with that. My question is, look, his arm is fantastic. As you said, he's got the size. Um And I'm not saying he's not like a leader or a winner. I'm not saying that at all. But I I wonder uh, because he hasn't really shown a lot of improvement since he entered the league. You you actually could argue he's declined a bit. And, again, some of that's Brandon Staley. Some of that's the injuries they have year in and year out. The defense not helping the offense out and putting them in bad positions. But – he also bears some responsibility, and next year is a big-time it year for him. He's got his money, but he's got to prove he's elite. All right, keep it locked. Two hours left.
0: Odd Couple.